Hello everybody, this is Nico and Yuho, and you're listening to Chasing Time with us. Hello Yuho. Hello. How are you doing today in this wintry weather? Oh, nicely, nicely. It has been a really nice start for the 2021. I have a little bit of free time at home, so more time for watches. <laughs> oh, yes. Tell me what you're wearing today. Let's do a wrist check. Actually, I'm wearing this Seiko SRPE57, and it was actually a new buy. I bought it in the Christmas from the Kultatähti local shop in Kauhava. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I like it. It's like this uh, dress KX or naked. Naked. <laughs> the naked KX. <laughs> SKX. <laughs> You haven't done any modification to it yet? No, only just a strap to the letter one. Nothing nothing else. Lovely. I'm wearing Zin 856 from 2017 December uh, with the black PVD version. It's the 2200 weaker hardness. And for three years, I have managed to put two scratches on that watch oh nice i love it very much it's like this is a keeper in my collection unfortunately i cannot engrave that one because nobody can engrave those except zin zin and zin doesn't want to do it ah yes so the today's topic very exciting watches under or micro brand watches we like under thousand euros and uh, we have decided to put five picks per person and we didn't put really uh, any ground rules uh, but we wanted to be watches that are still available both new or uh, secondhand watches that we actually like uh, on my side i have put watches that i've seen all the watches that i've put in my list are watches i've seen i've tried either on watch shows or uh, on a friend's wrist and so on. And watches that are, in my book, easy to service, easy to repair, watches that are, uh, since they're under the thousand euro, they're kind of affordable-ish watches that are for the everyday Joe. Uh, if you have the five grand watch, you can afford uh, like more expensive service and so on. But um, in in the in this price bracket, we put watches that are easy to find, service around, to to, to get it repaired or or today you who start with the with the first watch. So you who what is your first pick? My first watch is a watch that I actually own and I have been wearing it a lot since the last uh, six months or so. So it's the Pankor P zero three, the diver, and. Uh, it's like this uh, quite vintage style watch. It's already 65, basically. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Is it not? <laughs> it, it, has the, it has the same look, but but I don't think it's it's not a homage. It's not like the no, exact same thing. No. But, but if you want to be, it is. Yeah, and definitely same vibe. And I really like it because because the size, it's 39 millimeters, but the bezel mm-hmm. is 40 millimeters. So it looks big enough but it still wears very slim on your wrist. And, but it wears smaller somehow, considering the size. Not really, not really. I'm, 
Mm-hmm. It's 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 smaller than, for example, my Oris Aquis in forty millimeters, but uh, but still, it's not too small at at least for me. I I like it a lot. I have this green dial version. That's like the most vintage styled. I think the blue dial with the white indices is nice if you like a little bit more, let's say, modern look. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it's a very affordable watch. About three hundred euros. 339 at the moment i think so yeah i bought it a little bit less less for the kickstarter and uh, you get the seiko nh38 no date movement sapphire crystal oh, without without the date without the date yes i think more more companies should do that definitely uh, i think at least for in my watch uh, collection i have been starting wearing more and more no date watches probably because i want to change them often I don't need to set the date and everything. Yeah, on. but I mean that this phantom phantom crown business—it's it's it's really annoying to be honest. Like they put that in thirty-five, yeah, yeah, and then there's this phantom crown business that it gets annoying, really. Definitely. Put put that in thirty-eight, and and it is it is what it is. It, it's a watch without a date, and that's how it should feel like. Yeah, definitely. But but yeah, overall, it's uh, I think the specs are quite good. It has uh, three hundred meter water resistance. The only thing I don't like it is that the crown action, it's not very good. Sometimes you need to like uh, unopen and open to get it right. But uh, I mean, the, I mean, the tread is not very good. The tread, yes, the treading is not the best, most fluent. So that's that's a negative on that, that watch, at least in my uh, unit. But uh, otherwise, it has been really nice. And I, I just like the look. It's... How's the loom? Good and bad. The good thing is that it has like the bezel is fully loomed. Also, all the second markers are loomed. Oh, wow. But loom is not the most lasting, so it could be better. It's not like Seiko loom. So not for a loom chunky, but... Uh, it's not like the Phoebus uh, Great Wall. No, no, no. The 13, 13 layers of X1. <laughs> but it's, uh, let's say, doable. It's It's okay. Yeah, it's a good looking watch. I, I just opened the, the, their website. It's a very good looking watch, and dude, it looks like Oris. It definitely looks, and I think like um, well, the dial look. You also have like a Seiko dial for the indices. Yeah, in a way, it has the SKX dial. A little bit, yes, yeah. But uh, but I think overall, even it has like hints from here and there, it's still like a. Uh, watch that stands on its own in a way i agree with you and on that, on that tropic strap it's very nice 280 euros that's not bad at all yeah it's a uh, it's really decent something something i want to mention that uh, there was at least one situation in the forum that uh, one person got a little bit uh, misaligned dial and he had a little bit difficulties or plenty of difficulties to kind of get get it fixed so that's always the situation with all the micro bands there can be depending on the brand how they take the warranty and everything customer service it's oh. up, up, up by brand so don't know but uh, personally i don't have had any issues with the watch so i'm i'm still happy with it it was also one of my criteria that all the brands i'm choosing today are brands that actually have more or less proven <clears throat> through the year 
through through the watch community watch for i if you will like yeah. we 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 kind of have this thing that we keep companies intact with our comments with our with what we reveal uh of our experience with the with the brand exactly so most of the brands uh today actually have no choice but to 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 follow the rules but some some do cheat yeah and definitely and uh, i think if you kind of cheat too many times you get the bad reputation and it's kind of end of the brand so so that's something brands really need to keep in mind that the customer comes first absolutely but uh, of course it's a big world and there's always situations that are not happily sold so it's it's hard to comment from other people's experiences without knowing the all the background <laughs> absolutely tell me what was what 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 is that you, you you search in a watch when you pay 1000 or close to 1000 euro what, what is that you want from that watch more or less that's a really good question because i have been actually wondering that that plenty in that sense that i have plenty of watches like under 500 euro and then i have some watches 1000 euro or above and i don't actually really i don't have like strict criteria sometimes it's just that the watch hits as a whole, the look and everything. But of course, it speaks to you. Yeah, it, it, it speaks to me. But of course, uh, when you go to the higher end, you start to think about the is the movement okay and uh, compared to the price, resale value as well. And... Well, yeah, resale value and uh, quality of finishing and everything else. But I don't have like really strict ones. Sometimes it's just that. I want to have the watch, so yeah. <laughs> I, I can then live up with the small limitations. Yeah. How about you? Well, it has never changed, to, to be honest, through the years. It, it, strangely, if I buy 200, 300, 500 or 1,500, because my Zin was 1,780 euro. Yeah. And I got, I got 10 or 15% discount because I bought it uh, with, uh, with the first crutch. And uh, to me, dur- durability and legibility, you know, durability, I'm, I'm fanatic on durability. It has to be legible. That's why I have no chronographs in my collection. And I had only one back in the days. And I gifted it because I couldn't stand it. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I want the brand to have good reputation. So when somebody see, oh, what is that? And when they check it online, I want to feel good about myself that they are checking a watch that that they will associate respectfully that, okay, he's wearing this good brand that doesn't cost just 70 euros, you know. Yeah. And then I want the watch to be easy to repair because I'm very clumsy by nature. And I want the customer service to be to be on par with, with the price tag. Like, yeah. if I pay 800 euros for a watch, I want when I when I contact contact that company say, hey, your watch did not perform as it should. Like if it's like 50 seconds a day out, plus or minus, doesn't matter. Take responsibility because you promise 10 seconds or whatever. Yeah. Nobody does that. But it, it's just that you expect good customer service for a, for a price tag of a thousand euros. Actually, that is one thing. What I mentioned about the customer service that it's not always like up to the level with some micro brands. So 
so it's a bit riskier if you don't know the history of the brand. But also I think uh, microbrands are phenomenal in that that when you get the good, good customer service, it's so uh, individual. You can speak to the owner and uh, you know all the details about the brand and, and so on. When, does, when, you, when you go with the big brands, you just go to the shop and talk to random <laughs> clerk in the store. So Who doesn't care. Yeah, exactly. Cares for numbers. So, so that's that's like the value and also also the small risk going with the micro brands. I have only good experience to be honest. Somehow one brand uh, it was uh, uh, lemon. Yeah. Uh, but all the rest were just fine. Uh, shall I pu push my first pick for today? Yeah, definitely. It's a very unique one, and it's a very new brand. It's called Resolute Cobalt Blue. I hope I don't butcher the, the name. It's a 100 meter. It's not diver. It's a titanium, uh, heavily military-inspired field watch. Um, I like the blue, the blue dial, even though I'm colorblind. But it's just beautiful. It's 500 timepieces uh, limited edition. Uh, 11 millimeter thick, 40, 40 and a half almost uh, millimeter case size, 46 lug to lug, 20 millimeter lug with uh, it's, it's perfect size for many, many wrists, but drill lugs, very good loom, and H35, of course, it's a micro brand, <laughs> two years warranty. And the cherry on the top, uh, it's solid titanium case with Ultrax coating on the top, which makes it 120, 1,200 vickers hardness. That means that that titanium case will scratch three times less than my Seiko Turtle. Nice. And it's titanium. Yeah, so I guess it's quite light also. It's very light. I haven't checked how light it is. I've tested it once on my wrist. My my friend bought it just before Christmas. Very comfortable watch. The the way the lugs hug the wrist, uh, and it's not too flat on the bottom. I hate flat watches on the bottom. Yeah, that's why I cannot wear Oris. No, I'm joking now. But uh, I like I like uh, to have a little bit of a of a meat underneath. I don't want yeah, to yeah. just get glued to, to, to your wrist because I have quite flat wrist. And uh, this one, comfortable, light, and man, it's so multidimensional, the case shape. It's just, even though it's matte, matte the, the surface, it plays with the light. It looks expensive. It looks really expensive. And it's not it's like 300 euros or something. It's even less. Yeah. And yeah. it's beautiful, beautiful watch. I don't have any live experience with the watch but i have looked some of the reviews in the youtube and uh, it looks really really like a solid watch something i would also like from what i read phenomenal customer service they have had little bit problems in the, in, in the beginning uh with uh, i think it was the chapturing i'm not sure okay. something with the with the the casing inside they have taken responsibility uh it could have be it could be just uh somebody just not liking the watch because nobody else have like from from the forum i read nobody have had problem except that person it's actually 
I was looking that uh, it's not it's not like a homage, but it kind of reminds me also of the Victorinox Inox. It does, doesn't it? Yeah, some some similar look, but I like it a lot. I had the Titanium Inox. Yeah. And I have it in two dials. I have it in red and, and black, which are both mods that I, I had a friend of mine from Helsinki to, to help me with. Yeah. But it's much bigger. This one is way more wearable than the Victorinox. Way, way more, more wearable. The Victorinox is 43 millimeter and it's 50 millimeter from lug to lug. Yeah, yeah. So it's massive. And it's thick. This one is only 11 millimeter thick. The Victorinox is uh, 13. I guess this was also, um, was it first that they they changed the name? It was Rice or Heist? Yeah, something like that. Yeah, I think I, I have watched the reviews with that name, but but they had some issue with the naming and they, they needed to change. But actually, I think the new one is better. <laughs> well, I read only about, because I want to know people's feedback. So I read mostly about the feedback and, and people's experience and, and a lot of people bought it, so it is it became popular fast. Even though it's five hundred per 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 color, yeah, uh, most of it is sold. Seems like. What's your next pick? I'm very curious of your, <laughs> your picks today. Yeah, have the time to talk about it. So the so the second pick it's this is a watch that I haven't yet owned myself, but I have been looking at it a lot and uh, the. Uh, Traska Freediver. So, so it's this. Uh, there is plenty of color options, but I really like the mint green dial. It's so different than other green dials that you usually see. Really light and this like a uh, minty, minty. I think it fits really nice with the bezel and all the overall aesthetics. And uh, black bezel or stainless? What what color bezel do you? I would go with the black one, but they have the or the clear one also. And uh, also I like the size and uh, and the good thing that they have, they have also the date, date version and no date version, so you can choose between. And uh, so it comes with the Mayota, this premium movement, 9015 for the date, I think, and 9039 for the no date version or so. And uh, yeah, really solid diver watts, 100 click, uh, ceramic bezel, box dome dial, uh, sorry, box dome sapphire, and uh, 200 meters water resistance. So specs are really nice, and it also has this like a uh, hardened, yeah, hardening on the on the case, so it's not getting scratches so easily. I think, yeah, yeah, I think they now, if I remember correctly, they launched the third iteration of the model. And it's about three hundred, uh, sorry, six hundred dollars. So with the taxes and everything, it's still under a thousand. Nicely, it's really nice. I was watching a YouTube review about it, and the guy said that the, the most flexible bracelet, like it has some super flexible bracelet. Yeah, yeah, they, it really like uh, goes together. Or how, uh, there is a really nice picture of that going, like uh, how it expands and. You you can put it in the small form, <laughs> kind of. Uh -huh. I've seen the, the this mint dial with uh, with I think it was ceramic black bezel. Yeah, that's what I've seen. So this is the one that you like. Yeah, I, I would go with the black bezel. I, I think it sort of um, pops up the color. Dimensions, some size. 
I think it's 39. I have never imagined in my, my life to wear 39. But today, actually, I'm considering, and I will tell you in a moment, like a little bit later, which, which brand I'm considering buying 39 millimeters from, or 38, actually. Okay, so it's not uh, 39. I was I was wrong. So it's 14 and a half. It's a little bit bigger, but still, still in a nice, comfortable size. Acceptable. Yeah, definitely. And slim, only 10 and a half millimeters or so. Oh, perfect. I have a friend from Grankula, and he's now becoming a big Zelos fan, and he bought the Hammerhead. Ah. My goodness, what a humongous watch. <laughs> it's so thick. What else can you tell us about that one? I'm sorry, I cannot open to see it. The bracelet is bracelet is solid, so you get the solid end links and solid links. So the taper. Uh, it does taper a little bit. It tapers from uh, awesome. yeah. 20 millimeters to 16 millimeters. Oh, that was a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there is like this uh, on the buckle, they have like this perlage finish in the inside. So they have some cute little extras here and there on the on the finishing. Nice. But yeah, that's, that's something that I don't still yet own. So it's a little bit... Uh, Maybe in the summer when you get the taxes back from the from the tax office when you get a tax return. Yeah, ho- hopefully, ho- hopefully during the t- 2021. <laughs> it has a very very cult following the Tasca. It has really a lot of a lot of videos, a lot of uh, Instagram and and all that. So it, it's a comp- it's a company that has been like try and proven by now. Yeah, yeah, and I think uh, especially for the some models, it's. Uh, they sell out quickly, so it's often out of stock. Yes, yes, it is. Yeah. What? what what's your second pick? Next brand, Ivic, and again, I have to be honest. This is my very favorite brand of all the list today, and I have owned uh, three of the models, and I have tried all of them. Ivic <clears throat> um, is a Dutch brand run by a guy called Chip Young. And most of his work is inspired by 50s, 60s, and 70s designs. And somehow he managed to implement like modern twist in the design that many micro brands failed to do to, to deliver. Uh, I, I just, just think that he's master of design, like design genius. If you see all of his watches are so unique and yet there is some classiness to them. Um, he has something for everybody. There is the Balor and the Huldra, the diver watches. Uh, then there is the Corvid field watch, which I still own uh, in, in a black uh, quartz version. Uh, it's not for sale anymore. You have to go for the automatic, but uh, it, it's worth every penny. I promise. Then there's the Valkyrie, this old timer, very beautiful watch. Uh, I had the green dial with the, with the, um, Sapphire insert, beautiful watch, uh, boxed sapphire crystal, the finishing, the machining, the polishing across, basically across all the watches actually, it's just phenomenal for the price. Yeah. Yeah, beautiful. And everything you pay is in the watch. Like he doesn't uh, invest in this uh, 
heavy advertising game involving influencers and all that jazz. He just put all the money in the watch because it's such a small, small um, uh, operation, if you will. Yeah, yeah. And I have talked to the guy numerous time. He knows I'm I'm a, I'm a fan of the brand, and this actually adds to the to the love I have for the brand because. He always answers. He's always involved with the with the watch community, and nobody's saying anything bad. Uh, uh, you know, I speak seven languages. I've checked uh, all the brands I'm talking about today. I've checked things on all the the languages I know, and yeah. nobody says anything bad about about uh, Chip Yang, and especially the customer service. Everybody's super positive. That he's always answering. He's always taking responsibility. Uh, he always gives 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 a solution. Yeah. So I love that about the brand. And with the risk that I sound being paid, I'm I'm not. I'm just a big big fan of the brand. Uh, I have had the balloon, and I have to say, the bracelet on the balloon is phenomenal. Like the comfort, the execution, the polishing, and the 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 extendable. Uh, uh, Words are escaping me. <laughs> uh, clasp is just fantastic. Yeah, yeah. I really love the watch. It has it has no date, and I like that as well. Like keeping with the vintage style, with the long lugs, it's just phenomenal. It's a really interesting brand in a way that uh, it's not. Let's say for the design wise, it's not maybe my cup of tea mostly, but uh, actually the Walker I. I like a lot. It's like the very boxy shape and uh, like seventies, sixties design or something. Really interesting, but uh, but in a way that is, it's kind of like a hidden gem. That some brands are really like heavy on the marketing and they are pushing to make the sale. Mm-hmm. But then there is this kind of smaller brands like Ayavik and these that they are keeping it low, making good quality and serving the customers nice. So that they are really nice finds. On the on the market, and they have a good following. I mean, uh, I, I find I find YouTube reviews in Russian. I find uh, one uh, YouTube review. I think it's Polish or Slovakian or something. I barely understand it, but yeah. there is a lot of uh, reviews on 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 different languages, and everybody's happy. And you don't see many of them on eBay. No, because they're keepers, and that's that's that shows something. Doesn't it? Yeah, it's the best sign of quality. Absolutely. And there is something I have to mention here. Uh, the, the straps. Like, uh, overall, again, good, well-priced, good quality, exquisite design, superb customer service and all that. Can afford them in anything. Yeah. And the straps they have, the, it's one of a kind. The fire, the fire hose strap, you have to try one in your lifetime. It's very stiff for about six weeks, yeah, maybe seven. But after that, it takes the shapes of your wrist, and it's the most comfortable thing ever. That doesn't doesn't uh, like it's a kind of antimicrobial somehow because it doesn't smell like silicone straps in the summer. If you keep them yeah, yeah. too many hours glued to your wrist, stop smelling funky. Not this one. It's still somehow glued to your wrist, but doesn't smell. It developed patina slowly have you seen a rubber strap developing a patina this is just no. <laughs> mind-blowing 
and it's a fire hose. It doesn't 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 burn. Doesn't uh, uh, break. It's super strong because it's it has those uh, built-in uh, threads of whatever materials. It's super durable. Yeah. And with time, it just becomes more beautiful. The the premium made to that that they sell. It's way above the competition quality-wise, like substantial hardware, very well finished and all that. Stitching is perfect. So the straps he's choosing to work with, I don't know, maybe he's working with a third company, third-party company. The straps he's using, he's selling are like way, way above average. They're like premium segment straps. And it's worth taking a look at. Yeah, that's nice because... Many, many times, like, the straps that come with the watches, they are not, like, the best ones. You get you get better from the aftermarket. But uh, really nice when you get a really solid strap or bracelet with the watch. Yeah, I regret selling. I basically gift, gifted it mo, mo, mostly, mostly. I have a friend from, from Gran Cola that is really into watches. He's my closest yeah. watch, watch buddy, Victor. And he basically begged me to to give it to him, so now he's the owner of the watch. <laughs> Your next pick. So my third pick. It was uh, this was a bit difficult because I wasn't sure will I want to add it, but I at the end I want to add it anyway. <laughs> so as you said, you're not, you're not much into chronographs, but I like the look of chronograph and a little bit like uh, what you said about the reliability and stuff. So. I have been last last year very into the this mecha quartz. So it's something between the quartz with the mechanical chrono function. So quite reliable and uh, cheap, affordable. So so you get this nice chronograph function. And uh, I wanted to in- include one one mecha quartz chronograph on the on the list. And the brand that I went was the Swedish Malm Catalina. Mm. Basically, I think I think the I just love the design. It's it's sort of like aviation inspired, but still it's a kind of diver watch or a, a marine inspired watch at the same time. It's kind of best of the both world, worlds in in a way, and uh, uh, yeah, I, I think it's probably like for the design wise, it's most interesting mega quartz at the moment i i have come up with and uh, on the downside i think it's a bit overpriced as a i agree a, as a list price so please get it in the sale or get it after market used yeah, yeah. 700 euro for mega quartz there is no way if it's not titanium or, or carbon yeah definitely i i think there is only like few other brands like autodromo and some selling on that price but uh-huh. But it's it's way way high. So <laughs> yeah, put a little in it, and I'm fine for the price. But yeah, yeah. But if you can pick it in the right price, I think it's really a solid watch. And the bronze version, bronze version is especially nice. You get the patina, and you don't get too much like a bronze chronographs under a thousand euro range. That there is not so much options even. Not really, no. So, so, so it's uh, yeah, that's that's something I liked a lot having, and uh, no, I just opened it. Oh wow! 
Yeah, the bronze looks very nice with that green, deep green dial. Yeah, yeah. The the bronze version, I, I had it for for a while and it was really nice. And uh, also what I like is that you get the 100 meter water resistance, so you don't need to be worried about the washing hands or even getting sour if, if so. But What crystal is this? It's a sapphire. It's this domed one. Yes. Wow. I don't remember, did it have a anti-reflexing coating? I think it did. And five years warranty? Yeah, yeah, they are. Um... Well, of course, it's 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 uh, Seiko's uh, VK64, of course. You can give five years warranty on the quartz. <laughs> yeah, and if, if something happens, you can just uh, switch the movement, so <laughs> yeah. no, no need to say... It's a 40 buck movement. Yeah, definitely. It's not expensive. So... I like the watch, but I think it's expensive, and that was the reason I was thinking that do I even want to include it. But a lot of people buy it. You know, I mean, the Swedish forums, yeah. a lot of people have it. And I have noticed that uh, in my own use, that I have kind of evolved, because I used to go very much for the, like, bang for the buck. What is the cheapest version to get the watch with that movement and sapphire class and so on, but mm-hmm. on nowadays, I'm more just going with the flow that what I really like. Even there is some limitations. If if there if there are limitations that I can live with. Yeah, we are hitting forty. We are there. We are there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We have no time to waste. <laughs> exactly. We're not getting any younger, so let's enjoy what we can. <laughs> I really like the air diver of the Malm watches. It, ah, yes. Yeah, yeah. That's uh, nice. It's like a very brave new design. And they have like interesting, they have the, that airwolf. Yeah, the airwolf, yeah. Yeah, they, they have the seagull movement. So that's also like the, how comfortable are you paying for the seagull movement? So that's... Depends. That's the same situation. Yeah. Depends. I don't see any prices though, but it's the 2836 seagull. So it's not the worst seagull though. No, 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 no. But very, very nice specs, very nice specs. Anyway, my my next pick will be uh, da, 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 da. I don't know which one to put first because I have, I told you I have eight picks today. Yep. That uh, I was a little bit, yeah, I wasn't sure which, which one to put. Yes, but I put something that, um, you know, I'm a loom junkie. Yeah. I like a good loom. And I have tried many good looms. That's why I have the Marine Master 300 tuner. I have the Orient Maker that used to have a good loom back in the days, considering the rest then. Uh, even better than the Z, <clears throat> the, the watch I have chose today has better loom than, than Zeus, than Seiko Marine Master 300, even better than the Orient Star Diver, which is one of the best looms on the market today. The only was that it might be close is the Phoebus Phoebus um, Great Wall, and the watch is called Reactor. That's American brand, and they make super durable watches, super reliable watches, and they have like several like uh, things that create their DNA. Yeah. Uh, so they they have it's like a code for durability, including super thick crystal, high water resistance, um, uh, oh, screw, screw lugs, are always the, the 
spring bar is not a spring bar, it's a screw lug, so it's screw bar. So the strap stays in place. Uh, very, very durable build, and yet they have a dress design watches that are that look like a dress watch that don't scream utility. And they have something called ND, never dark technology, that where they use six or ten layers of superluminova plus uh, tritium uh, gas tubes. And that combination creates visible watch in all conditions. And the level of loom that they put on their watches is insane. Uh, I had two of the models. I had the Graphene and the, uh, what was the other one? It was with the, with the green dial. Trident? No. Yeah, no, it wasn't the Trident. It was the mess. Mass. Not critical mass, but something mass. I forgot it now. It was so long time ago. Yeah, it's actually a bit newer brand, brand to me, so I don't remember all the models. <laughs> uh, it's just under under 400 500 euro yeah you just get unbelievable loom and the person i sold i sold the watch through through kelodivery in finland yeah and i have to say that the the person that received it on the other end emailed me back <laughs> because he was so impressed with the with the loom he asked me if i have any other and i have own loom tech i have own uh foibus i have on several other micro brands that that their claim to fame is loom none of them have come even close except foibus and the orient dialer those three watches have the, the most insane loom i mean the the gryphon put my marine master 300 tuna to shame any day of the week okay so it's really good you're shocked i can hear it <laughs> are you shocked <laughs> yeah <laughs> Usually, if anything beats Seiko, it's a, it's a good one. Phenomenal loom. Design, that's the Achilles heel. The design is very... You either love it or hate it. There is no middle road. Yeah, kind of like a very masculine or really like this... Uh... Extremely rugged and masculine appeal, yeah. Apocalypse type. Yeah, and uh, you know, the Gryphon is very... Uh... Uh, I hope I pronounce it right. It's I think Gryphon, Gryphon, Graphene. Yep. It's yep. very popular among uh, hunters, among uh, military personnel, and so on. And dude, the, the customer service is insane. When when you get the watch, the moment you post it on social media, they public publicly welcome you to the to the reactor family. Okay. They say welcome to the family. We are here for you. Blah blah blah. Uh, like they're fanatic about the, the the customer service, and to me, meltdown. I had the meltdown too. Now now I'm I'm checking my receipts. Meltdown to the green dial ahead. It's not too like uh, yeah. It's it's a I could wear that. <laughs> it's very small watch. It's only it wears like a forty millimeter, even though it's forty two. The case uh, it wears like a forty, um, but. It's built like a tank. I, I did not baby this watch, and still uh, I sell it for the same price I bought it. Yeah, it's just very durable. Uh, the, I don't know. The crystal is K1, I think, because it didn't scratch like a mineral crystal, but it wasn't sapphire either. Okay. okay. And the back plate, 
super super thick substantial backplate water resistant and the lumen the lumen dart watch i was also looking they have this uh, like a field watch type of neutrino uh, really interesting design with uh, actually like five lugs it's uh, yeah. that letter comes in the between and really interesting i haven't seen anything like that before uh yes there is an italian company called braille braille yes it's braille ah yeah braille had that design for like back in 2015 14 15 they had several models like this so i actually have seen this design a lot but not on a rugged watch no but it's it's pretty 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 good looking watch if you think about it. It's it's meant for like daily use. It's, it's not a it's not meant for the range or the the shooting range or the the farm or the military use. And really interesting in that way because this is not a brand that you see too much here in Finland. So something new and a little bit like uh, off the grid at least in locally here. I was introduced to this brand by a friend that is actually a hunter. And he bought the, the Graphene first edition, the first version. There was an older version of the Graphene. I don't remember if it was the same name. Yeah. I don't know if, even if they sell it still. But uh, he told me about it and he said, you have to see the loom, you have to see the loom. And I was like, ah, I've seen loom. All right. I'm into watches. And then when I saw that loom, I started researching the brand immediately. <laughs> And then there is the Titan that has the tritium tubes as well. That's also very legible that dial. It's, it's just, to me, that's the, the, the claim to fame, the, the, the loom. They all have, most of them have a, have a good, uh, around the 715 LI, I think, the 10 years uh, quartz. So I'm not worried, I can always switch the, the quartz if something happens. So. You know, I like quartz, so to me that that's not a problem. They have the expensive versions with automatic, but they're like 700 euros. So there is something for everybody. They have even a lady watch, the Trinity. My my wife actually said that this is a beautiful woman's watch. It actually looks really expensive. It looks like a Porsche, Porsche watch. It has this Cartier kind of appeal, yeah, yeah. if you will, just more rugged than... And still, all those watches share the DNA. They are super rugged, super durable, uh, good warranty. So that's my pick. Yeah. What not to love? <laughs> What's not to love? And prices are okay. I mean, I have no problem with problem with the with the prices. I mean, the the meltdown too that that I had, uh, I paid two hundred and sixty euros, I, and I sold it for two fifty. Yeah. So the 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 resale value, actually, on eBay. They're more expensive than the website because they, when they're gone, they're gone. The same with the IVIC. When they're gone, they're just gone. They increase value after, after you buy them. So that's a good thing. And on Valentine's Day, Christmas, th th those you have to watch out. On those American holidays, they can sell like 20 pieces, 50 pieces for half price. That's how I buy the gri the Gryphon. Ah, yeah, yeah. Check out for the Black Friday and everything similar. For example, sales. yeah. Good value for money. Very good value for money. But you have to pay import taxes. So 
keep that in mind. Your next pick. Yeah, so uh, my fourth pick. I wanted to introduce also a dress watch. I'm not, to be honest, I'm not like the biggest dress watch guy. I usually wear like more sporty uh, everyday watches. But I wanted to in- include one and I couldn't think from the mi- micro brands more interesting than this Galvin watch company Alaku model. And uh, mm-hmm. also, just because we are in Finland, you get you get a brand that has a straight link to Finland, although they are, they are now, now in the, uh, Australia. Yes. But uh, it's uh, designed by this uh, Susan Galvin, Finnish watchmaker from Kellosepakoulu. She's brilliant. Uh, worked long time in the, I think it was in Omega and many others. Yeah. So, so really like, a, well, in general, when you think about the micro brands, many times they are just a guy designing nice watch and then outsourcing the stuff. But when you really get the actual watchmaker to start a brand and design watch that she would like it. So, and she's a name. She's not just anyone. She's a name. Yeah, definitely. In definitely. the watch world. So, so the watch itself, it's really like this, uh, classical uh i don't know is it 50s or something but very classical dress watch nothing no nonsense no gimmicks basic clean dial uh you get a mayota 9039 automatic movement no date version and uh it's 38 and half millimeters diameter i remember so it's really well suited for a let's say as a modern dress watch for a man but I think also ladies can pull that off. So, yeah, that's nice. They they also have like a new colors coming at the moment. So there's really interesting colors. This I think it's peach. The orange salmon. Yeah, salmon or peach or something. It's really like a light orange. So that's something you don't see every day on a on a dress. But so. No, no, it's a very brave color. Yeah, yeah. If you are more curious, that's something interesting to go go with. But then there is the classical blue, black, white, and all the all the common colors. So yeah, that's that's actually my fourth pick. I just love that watches with the connection to Finland. It's and the Finnish dial is very beautiful. The blue and white, the Finnish dial. Yeah, yeah. And let's see, we have had some discuss on if he get also one for the review in here but let's see how it goes so sapphire crystal of course and the back is it's engraved like the the rotor so it's decorated rotor so it's it's good to look at as well on the back yeah i've been looking into this a couple of times after you did the the you, you did the interview with her on your channel yeah so i started yeah. googling and I find out that she's actually pretty well known in the watch community. So she's been around for a while. Definitely, definitely. And I, th- I think like in general, the Finnish watchmaking is something that uh, it's really highly respected in the world. And yet it deserves more recognition because we both know the Yurmo watches that nobody knows about. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and... Uh, like the Kelo Sepakolo is always fighting for the money to keep up and <laughs> Yeah. That's a tema tema for another podcast itself 
on the run. Definitely. <laughs> Definitely. But yeah, yeah, that's my four pick. Because I don't think there is not too much uh dress watches in the microbrand series. They are usually going with Oh, the there is plenty, or... plenty. Just just not not many of them great. Not the ones that marketing so truly. So that's the thing, the yeah. Brand. That's the thing. The the ones that are dressed, they, they all follow kind of in the same trap. The heavy marketing, same design. And I, I'm also going to to mention uh, actually very cheap uh, Finnish brand. Yeah. Uh, in a moment, my fourth pick. That is a fantastic, fantastic brand, but it just looks like all the rest, and that's worrisome. Uh, and let me introduce to you all Rohje, a Finnish micro brand. Yep. Uh, from Helsinki with a lovely story of childhood friendship. I've talked to, to, to two of the owners of the company when I made a review from, on my channel. The guys behind are very passionate for quality and design. One of the guys have actually lived in Asia and have connections to, to the to production facilities and so on. Yep. And he has seen firsthand how things work and how things should work. So they're very passionate about the quality and the quality shows because I've worn now the Rohe for about half a year. And I have to say, I have no complaints quality wise. My only complaint is that it's just a little bit more color, a little bit more design feature, if you will. Yeah. Or I don't know, it's, it's just so much like many other minimalistic brand and I know this is what everybody want or wanted last year. That was the, the big thing of the last year. Yeah. Minimal design and all that. Minimalist design. But <clears throat> sorry, the selling point also was was that this fantastic strap made from reindeer. And it's actually Finnish reindeer strap made in Finland from Finnish leather. Like the whole strap was finished from beginning to end. Nice. Uh, not not like other brands that have the Finnish leather, but they're shipping it to Thailand and whatever made there. This one's made in Finland by a Finnish leather company, sewn in Oulu or Tampere, don't remember exactly. It's just fantastic. And quality is there. I've worn it now for half a year. I'm happy with the quality. 40 millimeter case, 46 lug to lug, 8.2 millimeter thick, very comfortable. Uh, 1.2.2 millimeter thick sapphire crystal with anti-reflective coating, which is not common among the, the the similar styled watches. So fairly thick compared to the 0 0.8 uh, crystals I've seen on on similar spec watches and design watches. The packaging the packaging is also very minimal. You don't get this 50 shades of packaging to get a 30 euro built watch for 200 euro no yeah. this is the opposite the uh, very good japanese movement inside 24 hour uh, dual time function it, uh, you get the tool to to adjust the time uh, it has kind of this finnish dna in the dial if you will that is connected to the winter and summer sun uh, you have to watch it a bit, uh, read more about it in the in the website. The website is very good, easy to use website. I like that. There's not too much fluff. And <clears throat> my one has been in the shower, even though it's only 5 ATM. 316 stainless steel, 
minimal, easy to wear watch, very, very good uh, visibility of, of all angles. Uh, of course, not in the dark because, yeah, it has a little bit of gloom if I'm not mistaken. I have to go and check in the drawer because <laughs> I don't use it in the <laughs> night. I, I have a night watch. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. not my that that's my uh, shirt watch kind of like a, my church watch as well. Uh, when I go to church, I like to put that watch because it's not too 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 flashy. And it it's interesting design because uh, it has this thin thin lugs that allow you to wear even even when I was eight and a half inch wrist, I could wear it just fine. And now when I'm seven inch wrist, it's just fine. So it's Fine for many wrist sizes. It's most dress watches actually. And the customer service and after sales, Henry, thank you. Good customer service. I'm very pleased. The guy that, that answers usually the phone is Henry. Uh, he, he will help you no matter what. They are determined to give good customer service, which makes me happy because Finland suffer from shitty customer service syndrome. I'm sorry to say so. <laughs> but we do have problems with customer service in many, many uh branches so i'm happy that the watch community has woken up to a good service and the feedback from the watch community is very good nobody complains so far yeah it's a interesting brand because i, I don't have a first-hand experience but uh i i don't know i i guess the sort of the minimalist design what you mentioned already it's it's a bit of like a two-way sword that uh, doesn't appeal to you yeah, in a in a way not, but I I think it's mainly because because there's too much of it. Yeah, that's true. Because like like all these uh, fashion brands, they they have gone very heavily, Wellington and Move, and they are, they have gone really heavily on the minimalist design. So it has sort of like bring it down the appreciation for the design. I think so. Oh yeah, we'll put the Daniel Wellington in the rant episode. Yeah, definitely. That, that's garbage <laughs> in my book. But but it's a shame that because there is a really nice brands also that can suffer from that. Unfortunately, yeah. Like there is a Norwegian Norwegian brand called uh, Harper and Brooks that yep. everybody is comparing them to Daniel Wellington or the Obako, the Danish brand. Yeah. Everybody compares them to, to to Daniel Wellington, and both of those brands are actually higher quality and have kind of better better quality than Daniel Wellington. But they suffer from the from the association with the with the basics, yeah, yeah, and that's a shame. Actually, same same thing happened with me with all these moon dial watches. That uh, they used to be in the really high end of watchmaking, but nowadays when you go like some store, it's all the Chinese watches are having moon face. The complication. I now somehow get the connection to the lower watches, not the high end watches that are really great. So there's a this this type of things that are a little bit sad. Mm. Your fifth watch. Yeah. So the fifth watch, fifth watch is uh, this is a watch also that I haven't owned uh, yet, and it's something I really would like to have. And it's this Baltic Aquascape. Oh, nice. That's a nice. That's a nice one. <laughs> yeah. 39 millimeter watts and uh, this really vintage uh, diverse type of aesthetics and also this has the Mayota 9039 no date movement you get the unidirectional sapphire bezel and 
in general, it's just it's beautiful, beautiful watch, and it's about six hundred and ninety-five euros, so it's well in the price range. You get a really nice quality what I have seen, and uh, yeah, that's that's just overall. Uh, I think you can see if you go through my picks, there's really heavy, like this smaller size divers and vintage style design. So this this also fits in the bill nicely. Well, you have a smaller wrist as well, don't you? What's your wrist size? Yeah, I have a 17 centimeters or something, so not, not too big. In inches? Uh, 17 centimeters. For the Six and a half, about. I think okay. So. Six. Yeah. Yeah, I'm seven inches today, and I can wear no more than forty-two. It's like my XKX feels big now. I have the the zero zero seven, and I have the orange SKX both. Yep. And they feel big big now for me, surprisingly. But uh, those smaller ones. Like Baltic has now lately. I've been checking out. It was also in my picks that we talked before that the episode that uh, yeah. that we both had the same pick, the Baltic. So I, I decided you will present it because um, it, it's not on the top of the list for me. Yeah. But man, this 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 design, spot on. Like from what I read, like the machining is is phenomenal. The 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 dials are very well done, and that's one thing I I. I think some companies don't get that the dial is just as important as the finishing of the case. Yeah. Like the people nowadays have these good, good micro cameras on their phones. They make micro pictures. They put them on Instagram. Like the quality of the dial matters nowadays. Gone are the days that you can get away with 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 average dial. Yeah, and I I think uh, because I I like lots of these like windy style watches and uh, the option I was thinking. For this was first this Yema fur diver, diver, but Yema is kind of like it's not so known brand, but it's more like you have the connection to Seiko and everything on the back and uh, long history. So I don't know, can you really count it as a? It's not known brand? in maybe in Scandinavia, but um, in in Eastern Europe, it's quite big in Poland, to what I understood yeah, from what yeah. I read. Fr- France, of course, is coming from France, so big in France and in Spain, so. And now Americans are actually starting to 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 show a lot of interest for Yama. So yeah, yeah. But I, I think Baltic is like a more traditional micro brand. So I I picked this one. And also the bird diver is quite heavily like Tudor Black Bay inspired in in many ways. So I agree. I think this is more unique and more more interesting. What's I agree. And I think the future is also for them is big because so far definitely. I think Baltic has been, they have been like very well taken by the community and also like uh, they have been visible in the big big watch medias like Hodinki and stuff like that. So so they are really... Exactly. And if you see them in the channels, unusual channels, you see them in the channels that that review Rolex, that review, review high-end brands. Yeah, yeah. And you see those guys. I just recently watched a YouTube video from uh, one of my favorite YouTube YouTubers in UK, and he reviews mostly Tudor, Omega, and, and Rolex. And suddenly he was reviewing this watch, and and you could have seen that he he was taken by surprise by the quality and the execution. So it shows volume. So that's a it's and the price is acceptable. 
there is no mismatch with the price. My last pick is kind of similar. My last pick today is um, another micro brand that um, has become more and more uh, like uh, visible in the latest months. And yep. uh, that's the company called Boulder. And how shall I put this? This is becoming the go-to watch for small wrists that want a good build, good machine, well-finished and well-put-together watch that doesn't cost a lot. Um, the design the, the design seems to be together bolder and bolder, no pun intended here, <laughs> with time. <laughs> and they, you know what? They seem to listen to the community because the community wanted a bigger size, much bigger size, and they came with much bigger size. Yeah, and uh, they they seem to to, to uh, they answer questions, they 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 interact with the community, they do invest a lot of the, in um, uh, advertising to what I see online, but they have something for everybody. They have like the thirty eight, the the forty, the forty one, the forty five and a half millimeter cases. They have the titanium, stainless, bronze. I think they, yeah, they have a, they have the carbon fiber watches in quite many many dial options as well yeah and it's a brand that offers like offers the look like it's recognizable from far away and it's one of the first brand i see that in no less than two years of the start of the existence they start being copied by another brand and i'm not going to mention names but they're already copied by another brand and like Somehow they departure from the classic circles and, and, and square shapes of the past, at least in my opinion. Yeah. And they bring this brave color, shape, material thing. It's like watch of their own. They, they have their own uh, design. They do, I don't know who was first. Was it them or Squale that brought first this color scheme? Something, something is there, you know? Check the the, the Squalor newest uh, color schemes, and uh, there is something there. Maybe it's just a new trend, but the carbon the carbon color combination, red and blue, seems to be w one thing in common they have. Oh, okay. But I love the execution, and it's affordable. They have affordable prices. To me, like the the forty one millimeter, beautiful. The forty millimeter as well. Just uh, and. Everybody's ranting about them that that they're good quality, the 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 crowns well done, the, the dials are well done. Everybody posts posts uh, micro shots and they look really good. So this is one of the uh, bucket list wishes for the twenty 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 one for me. Um, I want to own one boulder by the end of the year. Yeah, actually, I think it was last summer. I missed the opportunity. There was a really nice sale for this uh, Boulder Expedition Iger. So that's mm -hmm. like the full loom dial. Yes. And uh, I so missed that I did not pull the trigger. <laughs> I came back and it was sold also. <laughs> oh no. But oh, it's, it's yeah, they, they have a really nice design. And I like it that, uh, like you said, that they have gone to bigger sizes but but they are really like serving they have really huge 
variations, different type of models available that you can really get this rocket look in different ways and different sizes for your needs. I will have either that one or the the cobalt, the yeah, Resolute yeah. cobalt. Uh, and Resolute cobalt is not the brand that is trying to copy them. They have they have their own thing. But um, I I start warming up to this design. It's like multi shape. I think this will be one of the new brand, new designs for twenty twenty one that people are drawn towards because it's it has some kind of this youth modern design that finds find its place in, in the modern watch collector because we've seen this already from from zelos this this is not that new design in this multi yeah. multi shape uh, kind of uh, uh, s someone said uh, moonstone shape and the super multi shape design and i think it's it's becoming a norm that design yeah i think so and it will have a place in, in the modern watch collector design like a collection and i'm drawn to it too honestly yeah and i think like a like the case design and this it's like a it's it's nothing like the this uh royal oak of sort of something like that gerald shenda designs but, <laughs> but but there but there is this like a, a boxy shape that it's its own way of interpretation that like the modern version of uh it's not round it's not square it's something between and uh, really own nice design I, I like it it's it's somehow um it has a presence it uh, uh, demands attention yeah of course and we as a watch enthusiast we crave that we want when we spend thousand euro on a watch we want that watch to be complemented at least once every hour now i'm joking now but we want somebody to applaud our decision, our choice, to to make us feel good about our choice as well, to confirm the spending of our money. And at the same yeah. time, it's um, classic enough to 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 be a to be a watch, not just a crazy statement on your wrist. Definitely, and I think the good thing that we are we are going forward when thinking about this year and also also upcoming years is that uh, I think we had lots of watches that kind of tried to keep everybody happy for a long time, but mm. now now brands are going like more bolder, not <laughs> really, yeah, mm. but like book, going, for example. Yeah, they are going bolder, and they are like if we are brand that we appreciate smaller watches they go for that design and they do their own things and then there is a brands that do really big and chunky things and something what other people like they, they, they are like finding their niches and places and going all in yeah and I, I like it a lot and this will become a norm like to me this this boulder watches they are the skx orange monster no sorry the <laughs> the seiko orange monster back in the days when the orange monster yeah. came i was actually watching watching some very old review of the orange monster and everybody kept saying oh it, it's so different it's so so bold and so arrogantly beautiful and blah 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 it was a new thing it was a very strange thing the most orange monster back in the days but today it's a norm yeah yeah definitely so they are shaping the way we 
think and see see what she's. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think that's kind of all for today I have on this side of the... Yeah, really nice picks and at least I learned a couple of new things about a uh, couple of brands, specific, specifically the uh, reactor watches. That's something... It's a good good value for money for, for somebody that wants a, a beater because that's that's the ultimate beater to me. It's under... Yep. Three four hundred euros, but it's not a it's not a shiny shiny Seiko that because it doesn't matter that you buy Seiko for a beater. The moment you see the shiny case of the SKX or the the Chrono Diver Quartz, when you see the shiny case, yeah. you automatically start baby babying that thing. Those reactors they come in brush heavily brushed or bead blasted cases. You cannot put marks on them. They're just so. The surface is such such surface that it's hard to put marks on them. So they're the ultimate daily beaters. Yeah. So should we say thank you to listeners? And I would like to hear at least from the listeners what's your top picks for the micro brands under one thousand dollars. So when wherever you are listening to this, please leave a comment below. We are happy to answer any questions, at, and we are happy to, to 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 take the conversation further. And that's why we do the, the podcast. We want to keep the conversation going and and to spread the passion for watches because we, we we're passionate about it. Definitely. Thanks again for listening, and see you in the next one. Till next time. Yeah. Bye. Bye. <laughs>